What's going on, Drinking Boys? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we got to do first. We got to talk about those things that generate a little revenue for the show. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Did you know you can join the Patreon for as little as $3 a month, less than the cost of a beer? It supports the hell out of this show. And for a little bit more, just a little bit more, you can get bonus content, ad-free audio. The video version's a week early. Some exclusive content that I'm working on. Actually, as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to get back to making that to upload to the Patreon today. And a whole lot more. So come support the show at patreon.com slash Matslayer. We are also brought to you by the merch store at anwd.net slash merch. Have you ever thought about getting a red and now we drink hat? How about a shirt? I'm making new merch all the time. So if you haven't looked at the merch store recently, go check it out today. And once again, every merch purchase helps spread the love and supports the show. So go check it out at anwd.net slash merch. We are also brought to you this week by our newest friends at Casa Nica. Casa Nica is a self-wellness brand, if you get what I mean. The kind of self-wellness that also has lingerie and other things that might stimulate you. If you're interested in such things, check out casa-anika.com and use the promo code ANWD at checkout for 15% off and free shipping in the U.S. for orders over $100. Last but certainly not least, there are two ways you can support this show that are really easy. First, spread social media, repost, tell people about the show. Painless, absolutely painless. The other, if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, go to youtube.com slash and now we drink and subscribe. Costs you nothing, feeds the algorithm, and shows the show to more drinking buddies. That's just it. So now after these two digitally inserted ads on some versions, let's get on with the show. My guest this week is adult director, videographer, bassist, Andy Zane. I don't know what to say about this one. We were just riffing and drinking for the whole time. It gets a little spicy. It gets a little inside baseball on just being a content creator and being in the adult space. We also talk about Andy's tour that is starting tomorrow at time of recording. So Andy drops his tour dates somewhere in the show. If you're out and about, be sure to go check out his band, Gallo with a V. But before you do that, Sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. What's going on? How you doing? Doing well. I've kidnapped you for like an hour and a half since you got here. I'm okay with it. I mean, you you give me free booze. It's fair. Well, it's not free. I'm taking a kidney. I'm like, I almost took a sip. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm taking a fucking kidney for it. (laughs) You don't want my kidneys, trust me. Not for me. It's for resale. As it should be. You know, 
the people buying them probably are just desperate. Uh, yeah. They have to be if they want mine. <laughs> I'm just going to put it on eBay lightly used. Perfect. <laughs> lightly used. That's the proper condition, right? I feel like if I if I was a donor, that's a crime against humanity. I think I, I, I could be the first, like, post-mortem serial killer by giving them my organs. <laughs> Just as you're about to go donate a lot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do the people that give these transfusions just keep dying? It's like, please take my lungs. I'm not a smoker or anything. <laughs> take your lungs, take your heart. Exactly. Go for it. They take your eyes. Just like, why? <laughs> well, the visions. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. These eyes have seen some shit. Literally. Literally. How many times has someone shat on you on set? On set? I, I'm, look, I'm a big guy, but I got great reflexes. <laughs> and I'm also a good camera guy, so I'm like, I'll keep the shot. <laughs> but, there may be shit on this camera. but Come piss. That's another story. Shit, I'll avoid like the plague. Puke. Been there. Done that. Got the t-shirt. <laughs> What what do you recommend in the way of weather sealing for your camera for you know <laughs> set fluids? Just prepare for just don't love your camera. Just don't <laughs> love it. That's what always wilds me out when like Quasar was shooting with like a fifteen thousand dollars C three hundred at one point. I'm like, bro, why? <laughs> like that thing is gonna get ruined. Well, and it's like especially if you don't edit then, then you get the you get the porn editors from the major companies like they don't know what to do with that. Like let's, I've been in fights <laughs> with editors for companies. Like I had some guy because I had a, I shoot on a Sony A7S2 still, just because why not? That's my baby. Right? Yeah, and it works. Anyways, cheers, my bad. Cheers. But um, I remember uh, editing some shit. Or this guy wanted me to shoot some shit in slow mo, and I can do 120 frames per second, but at 1080. And he's like, dude, it's a 1080. It's not a 4K. I was like, I know. Just up-res it. And he's like, well, they're telling me that's a really expensive process. And I was like, I was like, look, dude, there's this, like, 12-year-old kid in, like, Bangladesh who has a YouTube channel that could do this, that could do their job better than they can. This is fucking stupid. This is a three-second process. You upscale, and then you just re-export, and you turn up the, the uh, bit rate. Yeah. That's it. No idea what I was talking about. I was like, how do you guys have jobs? I don't know how a lot of people in this industry have Because as an editor, yeah, I often get footage where people are mixing and matching bodies, not white balancing. I, I was bitching about this on Twitter the other night. Like, for the love of God, if you're going to mix and match bodies, at least fucking white balance. At least. At least, dude. I, I had one, and I feel so bad for the girl because this is obviously a content trade. Uh-huh. And it was a content trade with someone who has some money. Because they're, I could tell by the, the set and what they were doing that they had some money behind them. But they shot with, I want to say, an A7S three in Rec Seven Hundred Nine. Sorry if we're about to get like technically fucking dorky Sorry. right here. Sorry, I'm just gonna apologize for someone <laughs> who doesn't work in fucking film. We're about to like nerd out a little bit, yeah. but they shot the A7S three in Rec Seven Hundred Nine. Oh, it may have just been an A7 III. But either way, it was just in Rec 7 or 9. Yeah. And they shot, the other camera was a Panasonic GH5 shot and log. And I'm like, how the fuck do you want me to color match this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the performer comes back to me with it. She's like, they said they shot in log, like that 
it's flat. You could do whatever you want with it. I'm like, but you know, what's fucking funny though. All that, all that stress where you're like, and you're pissed off and shit. They don't know the fucking difference. Like that's been brilliant. I have this method and I'm fucking myself right now because I'm very much on camera and on audio, but I have this thing where I, I, well, I would take jobs from certain people and they'd be like, just because they want to have a little bit of a say in something they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. They're like, I don't like this edit. I don't like this edit right here. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you want me to do about it? Like, well, can you edit this? I was like, cool, I'll edit it out and blah, blah, blah. And I do it and I give it to them. That's not what I wanted. You know what? Maybe we try this and I will re or I will just rename the original file um, version three or some shit like that. And I'll send them the original file. I'm like, it's perfect. Whatever you do is perfect. Like, yeah. But I'll still charge them for the fucking the third. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that to any of my clients. I've never done that. I've never done that. I, I just swear and hate you. <laughs> as I actually try to fix your bullshit. I don't hate my clients. So please continue to send me work, but I hate all my clients. Look at me dead in the fucking eyes. I'm dead on the inside. None of what you do is good. I hope you die. <laughs> I love all you guys. I love most of them. I just hate their lack of, you know, what they don't know about what their fucking profession is. Oh, absolutely. Which I, I respect the ones who show up and they're like, I don't know what I'm talking about, buddy. I trust you. I'm like, this is a good working relationship because at that point I'm not going to fuck you over because you're, you're making my job fun, you know? But the ones who always have to microman, I had one guy too. I had one guy. I swear to God. All right. Some of these guys in this industry, they don't like women. They just don't. And I don't know why. They're beautiful. Why are you here? Yeah, what's wrong? Like, they're like, oh, I'm just thinking about how I'm paying off that fucking car. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Whatever gets you off, because it sure shit ain't them. But, like, I'm like, look at, I had this guy one time, he was telling me, he was like, so this shot right here, you know, I'm like, what, what shot are you talking about? Like, the one where, where she's like, it's the fisheye with her, with her gaping asshole, you know, butthole spread, and it's like, it's gaping and all that stuff. Yeah, her elbow looks weird. And I'm like, you know, she has a big gaping asshole that's taking up 95% of the frame. Who the fuck is looking at that elbow and be like, I can't come to this. And also, it's a fisheye. Why do you think the vision, the image is distorted? Exactly. It's kind of what it does. I'm just like, what is wrong with you guys, man? Okay, I'll crop it in on her asshole a little more. Exactly. That's what I did. And he was like, I don't like the crop. And I was like, well, shoot it better. I didn't shoot it. Right. Garbage in, garbage out, motherfucker. Seriously. What do you want me to fucking go into After Effects and fucking like rotoscope her arm out? <laughs> exactly. Wait, what the fuck? Sometimes I feel I feel like just being that if I had more time, if it was in the middle of the pandemic again, and I had more time, just <laughs> being just angry and being like, okay, okay, and just rotoscoping the arm out and just putting in something like just a robot arm there instead like <laughs> took care of it for you bro there you go it's like a tentacle yeah <laughs> just an animated tentacle i'm not gonna even feather it well i'm just yeah <laughs> see how ridiculous this looks god i miss the pandemic i miss the pandemic i miss it so much i mean pandemic was great until it wasn't at some point it was like wow man i really need this fucking vacation and at some point you're like okay I don't know. I'm going to pay my rent, but 
those first like two months, I was just like on cloud nine. I was like, I can sleep. I don't have to do any. Nobody's expecting anything from me. This is fantastic. I thought I was going to shoot a movie. Complete because I live with my, my my roommate's an actor. We did I did two feature films with him, and I was like, we're just gonna write and direct them, and we're gonna produce ourselves. It's gonna be the two of us. It's gonna be like an like a like a feat. It's gonna be a feat of cinema done by two people, and you know that didn't happen, but a valiant effort, I guess. The thought was there. I was there. I'm right there with you. Like I honestly got more shit done for myself during the pandemic than I probably ever will again in my life. Oh, for sure. It was one of those things like, oh, yeah, I'm surviving, and I have time to just work on my own shit. I did great on OnlyFans for a little bit. That was fun. What were you doing on OF? Mostly making people laugh. Stupid shit. And I was writing the the highs of the viral video bullshit. Yeah, I was, like, trying all these things. I dyed my hair all rainbow color. I would get in the tub and tell funny stories and do shower karaoke. <laughs> It was fantastic. How much were you making on OF from that? Uh, you know, enough to pay my groceries. Hey, that's all that matters. Yeah, for someone who's, you know, kind of mediocre penis. And Were you showing them your cock target? You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not judging you if you did. For future employers, no. You know, it's on the internet. They could find it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's in someone's discord server that's being distributed for free 100 percent. i am like for sure in like at least seven different bear discords like, <laughs> maybe cubs <laughs> <laughs> gotta make that money hell yeah dude shake what your mama gave you <laughs> and what future employer are you fucking worried about I don't know. I still have dreams of grandeur. <laughs> I'm going to do something beyond this fucking industry. Is it going to happen? No. But, you know, a boy can dream. They're just going to be like, so where's all your film experience from? And you'd be like, oh, uh, well. Or they'll be like, oh, don't I know you from, oh, that meme with Tommy Pistol. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, that was an art house project. Okay. Right. It wasn't behind the scenes of me trying to make my sound guy laugh. That wasn't. Right. It's an art house project where his penis was just inside someone. Full oh, blown. If you really look close, it was flaccid. <laughs> we had already finished the scene. <laughs> we did that specifically for clout. Oh, man, you just ruined so many people's fantasies yes, right now. I did. Everyone wants to know what that video is. Like, where's that video? Where's that actual video? I was like, you know, the actual video is actually a really good porn. <laughs> it, was like, it was very art housey. <laughs> it was very weird. Like, I'd say Lynchian. <laughs> you're confused when you come yeah exactly i'm coming and i don't know why i hear a saxophone in the background but i'm also like why did i come and you just tell your friends that you understood why you came oh yeah exactly to look cool yeah to look cool that's what everyone who's into lynch does they're like oh yeah love lynch like, mm -hmm. you don't understand what the fuck's happening either i love lynch because i don't know what the fuck he's talking about yeah man's a maniac yeah and i'm just like but i'm about this do you do you boo like <laughs> let's fucking go that's 100% like one of those things where like I will support Lynch and whatever he does because there aren't enough unique voices in Hollywood anymore. No, not at all. At all. It's, Fucking at all. It's part of the reason like I'm not a huge fan of everything that Seth Rogen and Jim Franco were doing, but Same. everything that came out, I went and saw in theaters just to, because they're one of the few people that's making an original IP. Fair. Not anymore. Well, yeah. 
Franco, <laughs> went, Franco went and fucked that up. Yeah, but even Seth Rogen, I mean, I mean he just did fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's doing the boys and all that shit. True, very true, but hopefully at some point he gets the Green Hornet. <laughs> you got to do something for the payday. Yeah, well, for sure. And he's taking advantage, full advantage of it. I'm not saying everything he did was a fucking original IP, but yeah, you got to take the payday. At the time, for sure. It's not like the Green Hornet was good. No one remembers that fucking movie. No, God, no. That pushed me off because that was Michelle Gondry. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Michelle Gondry? <laughs> Taking the paycheck. Mm-hmm. Christoph Waltz for went from this, like, award-winning performance to, like, being the bad guy in the Green Hornet with a Julius Caesar haircut. And, and a double pistol thing. Oh, God. Like, you know what would make him more menacing? A pistol with two barrels. <laughs> really? It's like I already saw that in From Dust Till Dawn. I thought it was significantly more interesting because at least it was a cock. Right? <laughs> that fucking movie. <laughs> We're just going to mention bad movies on this fucking thing. Right. Welcome to, and now we drink of inside porn and bad movies. What is porn if not a bad movie? Well, I was about to say, I've never thought about jerking off to. From Dustle Dawn, and then I'm like, oh, no, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Prime of Selma Hayek, still very fappable. Everyone says that. I just like George Clooney's neck tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Whatever gets you off, bro. Oh, yeah. It's not much. No. Just George Clooney's neck tattoo? Just his neck tattoo. The fake neck tattoo. <laughs> you just have a close-up of it somewhere? Hold on. Actually, my, my friend ruined it. My best friend of, like, since I've known, since I was 14, he was obsessed with that movie. And he got the George Clooney neck tattoo, and I'm like, well, I can't jack off to that anymore. So that's just weird. I mean, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, friends of mine who were like, oh, I know you fuck that girl. I, I can't jerk off to her anymore. I'm like, really? That ruins it for you? <laughs> I'm just going to think about you just breathing heavily and sweaty and just glistening in the fucking moonlight and just fucking like your scent. And then you're just like, what? Just embrace it, bro. You're into it. <laughs> Embrace it. Like, hey, Mike, you just sit in the corner, dude. Cuck it up. Right? Cuck it the fuck up. I'm not ashamed. No. Look at my butthole. Look at my butthole. <laughs> I guess I, I've technically cucked one person once in my life. Technically. Yeah. But is it really cucking if, like, that dude didn't have a shot? That's a good question. I wonder if that's actually the allure of the, of the of cucking. Maybe it's the fantasy of I didn't have a shot. Oh, he thought he had a shot. He definitely did not have a shot. <laughs> nice. I, I just watched you. I'm pretty sure I've told this story on here before, but you obviously haven't heard it. Oh, I haven't. Don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you and like 99% of the guests. Have, we'll, we'll touch on that on how many people do the show and they're like, why isn't he asking me how I got into the industry? <laughs> <laughs> because everyone else has. Exactly. But I was in Japan in 2013 with a buddy. Uh-huh. And one of the nights out, we meet, meet this girl at this bar. Her and I and him all headed off for drunk. Just the three. Three of us. And she's Australian. Like, she's. Also, I'm fucking just visiting Japan. Oh, she, she doesn't give a fuck. She's, she's like, everything at home can kill me. I'll go home with these two right. guys. She ends up not going home with us that night just because okay. drink until 5 a.m. But we end up meeting up a night or two later, grab dinner, end up at some other bars near the hotel. 
And my buddy is all about her, just all about her. And I am trying to wingman for him. And he is making it difficult for me to wingman for him. He's in a relationship, but it's legitimately an open relationship. But he tells her about it. Uh, like, we're in another country. You're not cheating. Why the fuck is your girlfriend even being mentioned? Like, mention it to the girlfriend. Don't mention it to the other girl. Right. He goes to get a round of drinks for us, and she turns to me and goes, so are you going to throw me down and fuck me tonight? I went, I guess I am. <laughs> Apparently, you have made your choice. Yeah. And her and I start going at it in the bar. He sees the writing on the wall. He's like, I'm going to bounce. You two have fun. Just don't take her back to our hotel, man. Like, yeah, no, no problem, dude. No problem. 30 minutes later. 30 minutes later, he's like, so you want to get out of here? Like, yeah, I'm like, where are you staying? She's like, clear across Tokyo. You're a walking distance from here. And you're staying at the Ritz-Carlton. I'm like, yeah, you're right. So to be a nice dude, I start banging her out in the bathroom in the hotel room. It's a really big bathroom. Oh, it's the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah. yeah. Really big fucking bathroom. Well, you say this is in Tokyo. This yeah. Is, they have big rooms anywhere there? Yeah, when you got that kind of money. Yeah, okay. Not that I actually had that kind of money. I just had hotel points. <laughs> right. Like, literally the only place that would take my Marriott points during that trip was the Ritz-Carlton. Like, okay, I guess I'll burn my points on a $1,200 a night room. That was all? <laughs> oh, was that all? I mean, well, okay, well, but you expect. You expect a little bit more. Uh, Three grand a night, maybe? Four? I mean, this is a standard Ritz-Carlton room, so. Oh, okay, all right. This is not a suite. No. Okay. Standard <laughs> fucking two beds. All right. I mean, massive, but two beds. All right. And marble gets a little hard on the knees. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard. <laughs> Someday I'll have sex. I swear to God. <laughs> I believe you have. I, 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 I believe. Some fucking day. So eventually we decided to move into the bed, assuming that he's asleep already. Uh-huh. He was not asleep. <laughs> not asleep. Initially, he's just like, kind of, you got room for a third? You're like, no, man. We're trying to finish up here. <laughs> We've been banging in the bathroom semi-comfortably for the last, like, hour drunkenly. Like, just trying to finish up. So I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. I'm like, you're a good man. Thank you. He literally came back after one cigarette. I was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just like, yo, man, we're not done. So enjoy the show. <laughs> how did she feel about it she was just like in the moment okay australians yeah gotta love them. it's just a little awkward but my, my favorite part is my buddy i've heard my buddy retell that story he's like i smoked like a whole pack and you two were still fucking <laughs> you're like the old thank you for the exaggeration of like my stamina Oh, I was drunk. That was not. <laughs> As my audience may be painfully aware, my whiskey dick is not that I can't get it up. My whiskey dick is I just can't finish. Yeah. I got the same problem. So you and I are going to go at it real hard for a long time. Later. Hope you brought lube. <laughs> I got spit. Not after being dehydrated from all the whiskey. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> not my first rodeo. <laughs> but yeah, the, he didn't stand a chance, but uh, you Definitely watch me bang her. Well, hey, I hope you got something out of it. Some resentment? I mean, how much resentment is it if you sit there and take it and you watch it? 
Nobody fucking clockwork oranged him. You know, <laughs> like he went there of his own accord. There was some part of him that enjoyed it. I mean, he claims that he rolled over and like turned his back to us. I don't think that was the case. No, no, no. If somebody's fucking, I don't care how good of a friend you are. Maybe it's just me. I wasn't one of those kids who would like jerk off with his other buddies. I didn't do that. I did that shit very much in private, you know, but some guys, they're about that shit. And, uh, and I get it. I mean, I don't get it, but teach their own. But no, if, if one of my buddies is fucking someone, I'm dipping. <laughs> like, I'll, right. go, I'll go to a bar. Right. Like, why are you coming back? Yeah. Like, I understood when he's like, I'm going to go have a smoke. I'm like, you're a good man. Put stuff on the room at the bar if you need to. Yeah. I'm serious. Well, see, I used to have a thing when I shared, a, when I shared an apartment with my, with my buddy. It's like my lady was coming over. We sent each other like the, uh, the Batman animated series, The Bat Signal. We send a gif and it's like, Bat Signal's like, don't come home. And they're like, okay, got it. Cool. I'm desensitized at this point. Like, if someone's fucking in front of me, like, who cares? I mean, you you got to be more desensitized than I am. Oh, for sure. I mean, but at the same time, that's work. <laughs> you know, I get paid to watch people fuck. I don't like it. Who likes their jobs? But, like, you know, to me, that's like, yeah, I can turn it off. Like, I'm dead on the inside. At this point, everyone just flesh tones on a screen to me. <laughs> you know, no, nobody's, a, nobody's even a real person anymore. <laughs> Until I get some of their fluids on me. And I'm like, oh, shit, back to reality. <laughs> I should probably go get tested because that just got in my mouth. But I uh, shouldn't swish it around. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's salty. <laughs> just had a vision of, I just had a vision of you like doing like a wine tasting where you're just like. Yeah. Yep. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the first onset transmission in like 20 years. Uh, yeah, legit. <laughs> like nobody gets AIDS anymore. Just because of the right mixture of whatever bacteria was already in my mouth. Super AIDS starts in Andy's mouth. (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. Super AIDS, patient zero. Oh, yeah. Should wear that on set. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was funny. I remember uh, I had said, um, (laughs) I said, like, when I first became a director, I was trying to get all these other directors uh, in on it. I was like, hey, dude, let's just start a club, dude. Let's start a club. We'll call it Adult Industry Director Squad, or AIDS for short. <laughs> Nobody was into it. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm amazed there weren't a couple that would sign up for it. Right? I mean, I tried to get Quasar in. He wasn't. See, that seems like it'd be right up Quasar's alley to be. I agree. I think maybe he was just drinking too much, and he saw the tweet, and he was like, yeah. <laughs> and it just looked like blurs, and he was like, yeah, sad, sad. He's just like, I don't want AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> Don't want AIDS. Nobody wants AIDS. But, you know, people who have had it seem to be fine now. Or dead. Or, which again, fine. (laughs) True. How much debt do they have? Not a care in the world. Exactly. (sighs) They might have crippled their family with debt, but. Fuck them. (laughs) Not their problem anymore. Right? I can't wait to be dead. Please wait to leave my apartment to be dead. Oh, yeah, for sure. I really don't need you shitting yourself. Like, plus, I'd have to call someone to help move your corpse. I don't think you're a one-man job. It's true. I'm a big fella. I'm a big fella. It's not going to be fun. No. No, no, don't worry. I'll do it right on my parents' doorstep. Well, at least you won't have to tell anybody. Yeah. They're the only people who really have to know. Right? And I really want to make them cry. And you're saving... Someone the hassle at having to call them. There you go. Like, no one will have to break the news to them. And nobody wants to talk to them anyway. So it's like, yeah. 
that's not an easy call to make. Like, your son is dead. They're like, fuck. How much money did he leave us? Would they really ask that? Yes. <laughs> yes, they would. That's all they care about. It's all they care about. I don't talk to my parents. <laughs> Secret time. This is a Chrysler's podcast. <laughs> Secret time. Did your parents disown you because of your life choices? No, I disowned them because of theirs. Because <laughs> they want your money? Yeah. They want so many unrealistic things. Anyways, point is, life was so bad that I was like, yeah, dude, porn is a good choice. <laughs> and not even to fucking porn. No. God, just to film it. I, I was never into porn before I got into it. I was not a porn. I was not an avid porn watcher. Legit, I just needed a job. And I was like, and this was like in 2011, 2012. And I was like looking at Craigslist and I was like, full-time editor and videographer, 16 bucks an hour. Whoopee. (laughs) More unprofessional. (laughs) I put my phone on silent, buddy. Well, I have to leave mine on vibe. (laughs) I actually do got to take this real quick. God damn it. That is legitimately my client, so. You're good. That one I have to respond to. Anybody else, like, someone would be like, I want to come over and suck your dick. and be like, nah, I'm recording right now. How often does that happen? Not often enough. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Not often enough. It could happen every day and it wouldn't be half. It wouldn't be often enough. No, that would be too much. Like, what? Is there too much? Yeah, I have to pay bills. Well, I mean, look, there's, but there's always time. Not always. There's always time. If there was always time, I'd be working out more regularly, too. There's not always time. Fair. Well, I mean, look. I mean, sex is a workout. Well, especially if, if it's a big it girl. Right. <laughs> Unless you're lazy you're just on your back a lot. Pull the JFK? <laughs> oh, God. Did you watch that movie? The uh, the Marilyn Monroe one? I started to because I, I adore Anna Darmus. Oh, God. Yes. I wouldn't. I, I just want to, like, I just want to. I just want to like listen to her talk. I, I'd let her read. To, I just want her to read to me. I, I want her to read to me, but I also hope that she can't read because it's the only chance I have to get it. <laughs> like if she's not, if she's illiterate, I have a shot. Otherwise I do not. Oh, I don't, I'm just, I don't even want impure. Th- I mean, I want impure things with that one, but not like, I just, she's so pretty. She is. She's so pretty. Why is she so pretty? Like, honestly, like, it was funny, like one of my one of my one of my girlfriends, she was telling me, she was like, It's fucked up because you, everyone knows Marilyn Mon- Marilyn Monroe's gorgeous. Yeah. But then you look at Anna Diarmas is Marilyn Monroe and you're like, Marilyn who? It's kind of ridiculous. You're just like, wow, that's someone like how did you outdo that? As I've said on many occasions, Cuban women are built like cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's like you couldn't Someone had to have drawn you. Like, this just doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, Frank Frazetta couldn't have drawn you better. Like, it's ridiculous. Does not make sense. And I don't know where it comes from because it's not like Cuban men are beautiful. Well. I'm sure some of them are, but. There's a lot of Cuban. Come on, bro. Cheyenne? Wait, is he Puerto Rican or Cuban? Don't mix up them islands. I don't know. I'm Mexican, so. <laughs> They're all Mexican. <laughs> America. <laughs> America. <laughs> They're all Mexican. <laughs> they hate that shit. Yeah, first time I was in Miami and just like saw all the cute, the hot human expats down there. I'm just like, 
this doesn't make sense. Right. Like none of you look like Al Pacino. <laughs> I'm very happy that none of them look like Al Pacino. Oh, he's kidding. <laughs> he's no George Clooney's neck tattoo. I think you're too old for Pacino these days, so. True that. That's weird. That's fucking weird. I mean, I, I think it's kind of respectable to some degree. I mean, you're like knocking people up at 80. Yeah, why not? See, I'm not going to knock anybody up. I got one of those. Same. Oh, nice. Oh, you were telling me that. At the yep. Party. Yeah, we talked about that. You, was yours easy? Mine was a horror story. Really? What happened with yours? Mine was just bad. I went to Planned Parenthood. And not to talk shit about Planned Parenthood. Other than they're fucking really fucked up history. But, like, um, I went there because it was free. But, uh, yeah, I, I, didn't, I had to go through a whole process. You know, you did do the thing where they try to, like, convince you not to and i'm just like oh well i'm crazy you know what if i eat the baby what if i eat the baby you know uh, so like anything i can come up to come up with um but anyways going through all that shit uh i had to get the screening from the doctor you know they had to do your physical or whatever they bring in this 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 female doctor and she brings in uh a, a nurse to like help monitor me she's like this is just for my safety and i was like whoa I was like, do I look like an asshole? And she's like, it's nothing personal against you. And I was like, the nurse is looking at me like, I'm like, it feels fucking personal. And I was like, no, <laughs> I my pants off in front of two ladies, and I don't like this, and I feel very uncomfortable now. But anyways, uh, go through all that shit. I finally get to the whole point where, um, you know, it's the day of. I had to shave my own scrotum, which felt nice until it didn't. You know, when it grows back, fuck. Goes back and then after the surgery, you're just like, fuck, this is prickly, this is itchy. I don't want to, and it hurts. This fucking hurts. But anyways, uh, they, they make me, and they also make me buy my own um, jock strap, which I was like, fuck, dude, Jesus Christ. I mean, I get it, it's free, but like, give me something, you know? Um, <clears throat> but anyways, I go through, and I'm, I'm terrified. My girl doesn't know if I'm actually going to go through with it. I get in there, and I'm like, I'm laying down on this table. This girl tells me to take off my pants, keep them around my ankles because it's going to be hard to put them back on. So put them around my ankles, and I'm, like, laying back on this table. She's like, you allergic to iodine or anything? I was like, not that I know of. So she goes, iodine's really fucking cold, really fucking cold. And she's, like, slathering it on, on, on my nugget pouch. And uh, and then some guy comes in, some other nurse comes in and is like, hey, what are you going to get for lunch? And she's like, I don't know. I was telling Yvette that, like, maybe we should, like, I don't know, Chipotle. But I'm kind of sick of Chipotle and Chipotle. And I'm just like, the door's open and there's people walking by and my balls are out. I'm being covered. I'm being covered by, like, a napkin. <laughs> right? And that's it. Just a napkin. And I'm just like, she's, and she's like, hold on. Let me go figure it out. Let me, let's go ask blah, blah, blah. So they go and they think they close the door. But they don't. And the door swings. Open. My, I'm spread eagle with my balls out. But I'm like, okay, at least I have the fucking napkin. I'm seeing people walk by. And these are not happy people. If they're if they're in the back, you know, if they're in the front of, of you know, they could be there for any number of reasons. But if they're in the back of a Planned Parenthood, probably not the happiest time of their lives. Yeah, the baby Holocaust factory. Exactly. There you go. Baby Auschwitz. Right. Or I like the way Mark Marin puts it. It's an angel factory. Okay, that was beautiful. But anyways, uh, so people walking by, and I'm like, "Thank God, I have this fucking napkin at least covering my shit." And I finally get the, I finally get the idea to look down, and I realize there's a big fucking hole where it's just my balls hanging out. <laughs> and I'm like, "This is embarrassing." Everyone just saw my balls, 
And it's not in the most flattering light either because the iodine, like I said, it was really cold. <laughs> so I was like, it's just a shriveled bulb. I didn't even pay three ninety nine at all. You know, three nine. That's all I was charging for. Like that. But anyways, doctor comes in or nurse comes back in. She's like, sorry about that. I was like, whatever. Doctor comes in. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Nothing. Gives me nothing. Just. <sighs> he starts getting stuff, and I'm just like, um. So, I thought he was gonna like prep me. Or talk to me. I'd be like, all right, are you all right? How you feeling? You know, bedside some bed, Yeah, some bedside manner. None whatsoever. He goes and he goes, this is going to pinch. I was like, what? Bink, motherfucker. What the hell? So I'm like, oh, then I'm just like, oh, my God. So I started like having anxiety, right? And I'm an emotional guy. So I'm like, don't cry. Just don't cry. Just be, be a big boy. And uh, he goes through my shit. <clears throat> and I, I don't know what the fuck he's doing down there. I just know he starts pressing. He's like, you still feel that? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right. He kind of turns and he gets on his phone for a little bit. And then he kind of comes back. He's like, you feel that? I was like, uh, no, nah, I feel like pressure, but I don't really feel anything. He's like, okay. And then I'm like waiting there. And I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He doesn't tell me he started or anything. And then suddenly, look, when you're getting vasectomy, that's the worst time in the world to discover that you have a high tolerance for local anesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> immediately I feel a pain. A burning sensation that shoots from my ball to my toes up my jaw. And I went, oh, and I jerked. And the nurse goes, <laughs> I was like, that's not a good fucking sound. I was like, what? And he's like, what? What? And I was like, what do you mean what? I fucking felt that. And he's just like, I'm, I'm not even touching you. I'm not even fucking touching you. I'm like, some fucking doctor you are. Where the fuck did they get this guy from, you know? So he's pissed off and he's like, I'm done. He goes like that. I was like, what do you mean you're done? He's like, he actually, he finished the surgery. I was like, well, that was quick. But ouch, what the fuck? He's being a dick. So I don't know. It was a whole fucking nightmare. And um, he was a piece of shit. I ended up going to the 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 room where they sit you with the ice pack on your balls. So Cholo dude sitting next to me, he's looking at me like, you too, huh? And I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to talk to you right now. I kind of want to fight my doctor. To be completely honest. And he's like. He's like, now we could fucking come in whoever we want, huh? And I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm oh. trying to pick you up. And full blown. And I'm just like, what the fuck? He's like, how many kids you got? I got four myself. And I was like, I don't have any. He's like, you're fucking stupid, fool. And I was like, I'm going to fucking beat this guy's ass. <laughs> I was like, if my balls weren't swollen and covered in ice right now, I don't know. So we, we didn't talk for the rest of the time. I walk out. My girl's like, what the fuck happened? Did you go through with it? And I was like, can we just go? We get in the parking lot and we sit down. And she's like, "You all right?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And we're fucking driving off, and I'm just like, "The doctor was mean to me." And I just started, we're like <laughs> downtown LA traffic, and I'm just crying. <sighs> but the good thing was, I mean, fuck, man. What I was happy about when I asked the nurse, I was like, "How long does this you know, take to take effect?" And she was like, uh, "She was like ninety days." I was like, "No." not bullshit 90 I, I went through all this for 90 days she's like well 90 days or 20 ejaculations so I was like that's not the same thing <laughs> so they told me 30 or 20 ejaculations i'm like really? so if i knock out the 21st like i'm good but like still 30 days bullshit i'm like i could have 20 done in this week full blown i was like i got this by friday and she's like it's thursday i'm like i know <laughs> right my hands gonna be sore if anything yeah Oh, dude, I don't know. So when you tried jerking off right after? I I waited the week. You waited the week? Yeah. Oh, dude, I was like, no, nah, I, I got to come someone now. Like, like I'm I'm ready. I'm prepping. When they're like, you may come blood, I'm like, I'll give it the week. See, that, that was the thing. I 
I didn't think I would. I, it didn't make sense for, to me for the coming blood because I know the way the human body works. And if if this is like done, I'm like I, my shit's cauterized, right? So there's not going to be any residual blood there, right? Because the, 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 the semen, I mean, the semen comes from the prostate, but then the sperm comes from the balls, right? So they kind of meet in the middle there, and that's how it shoots out. And I'm like, there's nothing getting through that cauterization. Plus, something got in before they cauterized it. That's actually true. I didn't think about that. But no, I was fine. Although it took me like an hour to come, and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't do this motion. It was like literally the day after. And I was like trying to jerk off, and I couldn't do that thing. So I just kind of used my thumb, and I was like, hey. I think like you're a fl- fucking flick of the bean. Yeah, dude. I was like, it's kind of made me a better lover. I learned the I learned the art of edging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad I didn't have that experience. That was fantastic. You should have. Although I hated having to keep on the fucking stupid thing. You know, it's like especially when you had to take a shit because I couldn't take that off because it's like there's no stitches. Like I mean, there are, but they're dissolvable, and you have to keep the gauze on. And it was like every single time I tried to take a shit, it was like trying to take a shit on purpose, shit my pants on purpose. So my brain wouldn't let me shit. It was awful. Anyways, I don't know why, I don't know why that came up. Whiskey. Whiskey. And, yeah, we were talking about vasectomies. Yeah. Oh, vasectomies. Okay. Oh, because Al Pacino. Yeah. Coming in people. Yeah, coming in people at, at 80. I'm just proud he still gets it hard. I'm, he has the best doctor's money could buy. That's fair. He could have afforded better hair plugs. No offense, Pacino. But come on. Maybe those are the best money could buy. <laughs> the science ain't so great there. At the time, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to Turkey if I start losing my shit. That's my, that's my plan. <laughs> if I start losing my shit, like, because I know, like, I don't get the cool where it recedes here. My family has this thing. So if I start getting the fryer tuck, I'm going straight to fuck the turkey. Because it's cheaper and it's better. Or it's at least cheaper. <laughs> yeah, but then you'll be stuck in Turkey while it fucking heals. Actually, I don't know. One of my, my, one of my buddies, or my boss, he was actually telling me, he was like, because he went to Turkey before to taking the sights, and I'm just like, I'm like looking at his hair. I'm like to taking the sights, but he says that airports filled with guys with head wraps, <laughs> and, I was, and it's not for a religious reason either. It's like they're literally healing from a surgery. You're just in Istanbul, yeah, literally Istanbul, and they're like there, and they're like miserable, and they're kind of drugged up, and they're like, yeah, with bandages around their fucking brains. I was like, that's fucking cool. I don't want to take a 12 hour flight with like an open wound. I just don't want to do it. That's fair. I would. I mean, well, the thing is, I would like to be able to have enough money and be like, I'm just going to spend like a week or two in Turkey. Yeah. I'm assuming it's not that expensive to stay in Turkey for a week or two. Yeah. And the surgery itself is like four grand as opposed to here. It's like 25 racks. And I'm like, holy yeah. fuck that. Yeah. But as someone going bald, like, fuck that. I don't have 25 grand to fucking on that vanity. Right. But I can probably manage four. Oh, I can definitely manage four. That's what I'm saying. Let's go to, dude, let's go to Turkey. Would you go to Turkey with me? Sure. Let's go to Turkey. Aren't they a dry country? Ah, oh, don't say that. Well, you, it's, you can't drink anyway when, when you got that shit because you'll stop. I can drink right beforehand. I don't think you can because it's going to thin your blood to me. You'll bleed too much in the surgery. Oh, no. You can drink in Turkey. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. We're going to Turkey. <laughs> According to Google, Turkey is a secular country. Even though the majority of Turkish population is Muslim, the consumption of alcohol, both in public and private, is very common. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Apparently alcoholism is actually a problem there. Yes. Fit right in. Good. Great. <laughs> Affordable hair plugs and booze. Wonder how the food is. I'm not a very Ka- exotic. Kebabs. Oh, you're right. I love kebabs. Let's do it, dude. 
I'm going to Expedia. Let's find out how much a hotel room is. <laughs> yes. I like this. This is good. I've been wanting to. I already found the fucking, I already found the doctor. Goddamn. Hotels are like fucking $100 a night. Shut up. Oh. There's one place that's 37 a night. Done. <sighs> you kidding me? You fucking kidding me? What's the conversion rate over there? I mean, this is in USD. I know, but like, what is like, is it like, like how much can we get for like, how much would it cost to stay in like a five-star hotel out there? Let's find out. It's probably one of the most commonly searched things. So the Ritz in Istanbul is only 400 a night. That's not bad at all. Nope. Four Seasons is 847 a night. The JW Marriott's 310. We're living lavishly, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Try to pick up on girls with fucking scars on our head. (laughs) There's a five-star hotel called the Elite World... The Elite World Grand Hotel, $98 a night. That's for listed as a five-star hotel. Uh, hey, fuck it. If they don't know what five-star means, neither do I. <laughs> Soho House in Istanbul is three ninety-three a night. Come on, bro. I'm telling you. Is this not? This is a plan, right? We can come back looking gorgeous. I mean, not like immediately, but like eventually. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Full head of hair. Just grow that shit out. We'll Fabio ourselves, dude. Fuck, you kidding me? I'll go back to having long hair again. Oh, dude. Don't you miss it? Don't you miss it? You were a metalhead, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I had hair down the middle of my back at one point. There you go. Don't you miss it? Sort of. So the, the con- maintenance sucks. Yeah. The amount of conditioner I had to put because my hair's wavy. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll take that over fucking. I'll take that over Fryer Tuck any day. Where are you balding from? Uh, my hairline's receding for sure. Okay. But so that's not bad. That's not the bad one. No. That's what I'm saying. I'll get the bad one. That's not good. It's like, oh, wow, he's really handsome from the front. Got like a little fucking pompadour. And then I fucking bend over and they're like, what the hell is that shit? Well, the worst is when you know, you're on top of them and they're like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Because so what am I going to do? I'm going to Donald Trump it? Because <laughs> you know, that's where he's bald. You know that's where he's bald. That's why he does that fucking. Oh, my God. I mean, if it's good enough for the president, right? Oh, God. He just, that's, that's what pisses me off. How can you be that rich and not get hair plugs? What the fuck is wrong with you? The dude eats ketchup on steak. Yeah. He eats McDonald's every day. And it's probably going to outlive us both. <sighs> you know what? The worst people do. The worst people live the longest. What's the old saying? Only the good die young? Yeah. But what does that say about Jack LaLanne? <laughs> he must have been a piece of shit. <sighs> Or Kirk Douglas? I don't want to believe. No, I don't want to believe. I refuse to believe that Dick Van Dyke is a bad person, but he's still kicking. He's like 100. Hendrick Kissinger's still here, though. Fair. Maybe Dick Van Dyke did some old school Me Tooing. I refuse to believe it. Uh, that would break my heart. That would actually break my heart. I would be like, yep, there is no good in the world. God is dead. We're all alone in the universe. Because Dick Van Dyke touched somebody inappropriately? Fuck. I'd be devastated. I mean, you never know. That, mo- that was socially acceptable back in the 40s in Hollywood. To whom? Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you watched the Marilyn Monroe biop. I did. I mean, yeah. Poor Norma Jean had to put it out. Poor thing. Thing. 
I hated that people hated on that movie. I'm just like, well, you're not allowed to tell a tragic story. You want her to be this like strong person. Sometimes people just go through shit. It's okay to go through shit. It's kind of her brand to have gone through some shit. Full blown. Killed by the CIA, bro. There was a good fucking scene in that movie. Spoiler alert. There's a good scene in that movie where the AF, where the, the the FBI or the the CIA break in because she because President knocked her up, and they like forced her to get a the smushmortion. That's what's gonna we're worried about for <laughs> of everything we've discussed. That's I call Planned Parenthood baby Auschwitz. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's and that's what we're worried about all of a sudden. Fair. I don't know. That word makes people cringe. I'm just like, why? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it should only make you cringe if you fall downstairs to do it. There you go. Yeah, it's not like a coat hanger thing. I saw a movie where somebody did that. What movie was it? I think, um, this is an indie movie called Survivalist. It was good. But like Mia Goth, she's like, yeah. She fucking does the coat hanger thing. And I was like, yeah, people make too many jokes about it until you see it. And you're like, uh, yeah, that's not that's not pleasant. No. Yeah, she like heated it up. And, well, yeah. Uh, you don't want a cold one in you. <laughs> this guy. This fucking guy. You were complaining about iodine. Imagine how cold that hanger would be. That's fair. Yeah, I don't want anything cold in me. No. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> and she ain't trying to cauterize the wound. That'd be counterproductive. I mean, she did, though. Did she? I haven't seen I don't know. I don't think she knew how to do it. <laughs> well, it's not like you can YouTube that one. Can you? <laughs> the first thing you're going to do is... Me, just type in Mia Goth, the survivalist. Oh, no, I was going to oh. type in code hanger abortion tutorial. Oh, my God. Fuck. Yeah. I think it's funny that there's some horrible things you can Google, but you still not be on the list. Well, I, would you be on? The, you wouldn't be on the list for that. Yeah, I guarantee. Actually, that's probably a big like that's a big search in Texas right now. I bet. Like, fuck, I don't get rid of this. No tutorial. Bullshit. Oh. An opinion piece from the New York Times about how I had an abortion at home in Texas. Oh, that's fantastic. Read it. Uh, this is YouTube. I'm not reading it. Oh, sorry. I forgot people don't read anymore. When was the last time you read? I read every day. Pill bottles don't count. Then I read sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's not what I thought it was. I thought it was a picture of a fucking heated up spoon. I'm like, are you spooning the baby out? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is like an ice cream scoop. <laughs> Boop. That only works in the first trimester. <laughs> it's just a bean. Right? Second trimester, got to go in with a little bit more. Oh, yeah. 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 One of those uh, those things that help senior citizens grab shit that's far away. Full-on claw game at that point. <laughs> yeah, just the fucking... <laughs> things got really dark quickly. Not for us. We're not knocking anybody up. Oh, yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> you suckers. <laughs> you suckers procreating. You and your stupid fertility. Right? Fucking morons. Let the fucking human race die. Let them die. Stop breeding. Don't stop fucking. Stop breeding. That's how we end up in an idiocracy. Oh, God, yeah, dude. That's just terrifying. That, that's the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. It's not supposed to be a documentary. <laughs> right. Well, that, that's, that's scary. That's scary. That's, I, in my opinion, 
That is the best and most terrifying natural disaster film ever fucking made. <laughs> All right. We're on our way. We're very much on our way. <laughs> Brondo. <laughs> we have Fago. It's pretty close. <laughs> the best will be when the rock wins presidency. And then it's just like, oh, we're here. Oh, We've yeah. arrived. That's where we're at. Because right now the rock could want run and he would win. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Rock versus Trump 2024? Mm-hmm. 100%. Actually, I don't know. I think enough people saw Black Adam to like kind of get past the hype of The Rock. See, I think not enough people saw Black Adam to realize how bad that movie was. That's fair. I, bet. I think John Cena has a better chance than The Rock at this point. Why? Because he's white? Yeah. Oh, okay. Only because of If that. we were just saying it, I mean... <laughs> People don't even know where Samoa is. <laughs> or that it's a U.S. territory. Exactly. <laughs> For fuck's sake, people don't know Puerto Rico is part of America. Full blown. What country is Puerto Rico in? There was this lady. She's Mexican. She's a Mexican lady. My mom, my mom's Guatemalan. My dad's Mexican. And this lady asked my mom, and she was like, she said, oh, where are you from? And she's like, oh, I was born in Guatemala. She's like, what part of Mexico is that? She was Mexican. <laughs> she has no idea what Guatemala is. I mean, granted, nobody knows what Guatemala is, but like, come on. Central America. You know that. Mm-hmm. But you were a nerd. No. Or a nerd. No. You know that. Just slightly educated. There you go. You went to school for a little bit. You paid attention at least. Or you heard a couple things. I like traveling. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nobody knows Guatemala. Everyone knows El Salvador more than Guatemala. Well, I mean, we do have a lot more Salvadorians in L.A. than Guatemalans. There. It's true. Unfortunate. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So it's funny. My best friends are, I have two, two chick best friends, and they're both Salvadorian. And I always tell them, like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I've actually, in my travel, skipped right over Central America. I've just been to South America, been to Mexico. No Central America. Fair. Who wants to go to the middle of anything? There's definitely some middles that I want to be in. Sex. <laughs> Genitals. Yes. Yes. For the people in the back who didn't get pick up on that one. Yeah. Betwixt the cheeks. It's a good place to be. D- depending on the time. Well, and depending on if you're willing to be seen with them in public or not afterwards. And, yeah. 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 No one wants to have the unfortunate ones, but we've been there. We've all been there. Yeah, we have. Lord knows I have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm a virgin, but someday. Someday I'll fuck. The virgin vasectomy? Yeah. That's why the interview took so long. They're like, do you have anything to have sex? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I don't need to have sex to know that I don't want kids. All right. Like, you never wanted a risky raw dog? We want you to go out there and at least do that once. I was like, I'm 26 years old and I haven't had sex yet. You really think you want me to have kids? There's a reason for that. 36 now. Someday, man. Fuck, I can't wait. I fucking wait. I think the plan is in Turkey, we'll just buy you someone. Yeah. But like, I hope they're like my one and only. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're going to buy you a wife. Yeah, good, because I've been waiting till marriage because <laughs> of God. Not that I like him, but or anything. I don't believe in God. 
Not that I don't believe he's real. I just he's kind of a fuck up, and I don't believe in him. <laughs> I just don't believe in his ability. He put us here. Yep. Oh, I think when we go to Turkey, you know, we'll get you the head wrap, then we'll get you a wife. Oh, yeah. She's going to be like, I got a husband with a new set of hair. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm an American now. Mm, winning. Be fantastic. Well, does she know, like, when she comes back to LA, it's like, oh, I thought you said you lived in Hollywood. <laughs> well, yeah. What do you think Hollywood is a place? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was more, would be more disappointing than bringing some. You know, girl from another country back be like, oh, I live in Hollywood. Oh, that's amazing. And then they get here and see what Hollywood actually is. They're like, there's no celebrities. <laughs> what is up with all these people in tents? <laughs> Seriously. Why did that guy look at me and masturbate on my feet? <gasps> that guy just puked in his own shoe and ate it because he was hungry. <laughs> Hollywood. God, I love Hollywood. I, I saw once the McDonald's right there on um, Hollywood Boulevard. I uh, I was there one time because my, my cousin was going to a Musicians Institute. And I wasn't allowed in school. He was going to class, but I was there just waiting around. So I decided to go to McDonald's and get some fucking breakfast. You know, because why not? McDonald's breakfast. But I go in there and there's like, there was this dude and he was just, his pants was like around his ass and he was just fucking a trash can. Inside the McDonald's. He was just going at it. He was like looking at me like, I was like, don't look at me when you're doing that. He's got to work off some calories, man. Well, well, but I was like, I don't think I'm going to eat here. <laughs> you know? Because the employees saw it and they were like, hey, Frank. You know, like, <laughs> They're like, I don't get paid enough to deal with this shit. Well, they don't. Now, if it was in and out. <laughs> the Lord would protect in and out. Exactly. I've never seen anybody fuck a trash can in and out. <laughs> no. They've been waiting in line too fucking long and they're just hungry. Oh, dude, I was at In N Out. Um, I don't know, must have been like a month ago. And I'm sitting there at the place, and this chicken dude come in and she's wearing a full bridal dress, like all this stuff. And we're like, okay. And she eats and she announces, she's like, I just want everyone to know we just got married. And I was like, You guys came to In N Out? This guy's cheap. They're from Missouri. Probably. They're definitely not from California. No. Because in and outs that special to them. Uh, yeah. You know, that's a good call. So two things. Either that guy is the cheapest bastard on the fucking planet, or that woman is a fucking keeper. Because <laughs> in and out fucking really made her fucking wedding day. I mean, I think it's both. God damn. You know, I wish them the best. I was annoyed at first because I'm like, I'm just trying to eat my double double. God bless them. Fuck, now I'm happy for them. Thank you for fucking spinning that. Yeah. I was angry for no reason. I mean, I'd be angry too if I was there trying to enjoy, enjoy my fucking double-double and this bitch is like, I want you to celebrate my happiness. You must be happy. Like, no, bitch, I'm eating a fucking cheeseburger. I'm not here to be happy. I'm just trying to fucking put grease in my stomach. Yeah, I'm going to go drink later. Right? God. This is a base for alcohol, not happiness <laughs> oh no, god you think i want fucking god shoved down my throat every single time i eat a fucking delicious piece of dead carcass actually that sounds metal as fuck right. some christian metal shit christian metal shit <laughs> who's, a, who's a big christian metal band what's that what's, oh Slayer now well no no tom Araya is a good catholic they're not he always has been it's the same thing no same thing no it's the same thing 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the thing that pisses him off. Anything goes except like that. <laughs> Slayer is Christian metal. You heard it here first, folks. Oh, I hope they sue us. <laughs> hope they fucking sue us over that one. They'd have to watch it first. That'd be cool. That would be cool, actually. You'd be like, holy shit, I'm getting sued by Slayer. Is that where you got your name? It is, actually. Original. I love it. It's my shitty high school nickname. <laughs> Legitimately, is my shitty high school nickname because I was the kid who wore a Slayer shirt every fucking day. Oh, that's Matt Slayer. No, it really, that is 100% accurate. Who's the fucking genius that came up with that? Other fucking dumb high school kids. <laughs> and literally my first day on set, people were like, uh, what do we put in the credits? I'm like, uh, 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 Matt Slayer. You know what my nickname was? Bleep this out. <laughs> Thanks for the post work. Thanks for the post work. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I'll remind you when you watch this back later. God damn it. The Patreon version will have it in there. <laughs> That's okay. Those are uncensored. I, it, it's, it's, my, um, it's my understanding that if, if you were called a derogatory term, you're allowed to use it as a term of endearment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't think that's the case. <laughs> I can say I'm brown. Like, if you said it, it wouldn't be that nice. But it, uh. <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. Bleep that one out, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that term, um, have you ever heard of the band Molotov? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. I love Molotov. It's Molotov. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. They had a song where, like, the the chorus has uh, frio, uh, Friolero. Friolero, yeah. Yeah. Where, like, they're singing the song from two different perspectives, and, like, they use that slur in the middle of the song, and I... Didn't know what I didn't speak any fucking Spanish. I had like a Hispanic coworker. I'm like, what does frijolero mean? <laughs> and he was like, beaner. And he's just like, the fuck? I'm like, it's in a song. <laughs> <laughs> that does not help coming from a white guy. Right. But what's funny is that like I hear frijolero and like people say, oh, well, that means this word. And I'm like, does it? Because it's like we also have like taquero, right? That's not that that's that's someone who sells tacos. You know, we have like uh, I don't know. <laughs> Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how close I was to getting my ass kicked asking about that song. I'll do, do that. Honest, I'm the most. Not from you. Oh. From that dude back in the day. Ah, Not worried about you. Well, what's funny is that, like, I don't. I, I've never met an, another Mexican who gets pissed off by that word. Because, like, the, the unfortunate thing about our slurs. They're just not good enough. They're not that good. Well, it's like cracker. Like, yeah. who's, who's upset at cracker? They're delicious. <laughs> okay. Saltines. Yeah, like, <laughs> honky, honky. That's a sound effect. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. Like, they, they've reserved the, the, the good slurs to hurt for people who don't deserve that. But I feel like I deserve a good slur. Look, you put my people in cages. I deserve at least a good slur. <laughs> I mean, they are putting your people in cages at the border these days. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, if you're going to put us in cages, like, give us a good slur at least. <laughs> like, something that hurts. 
Some of them are beans. You eat beans. Yeah, they're delicious. So does most of the world. Exactly. They're a good source of protein. <laughs> Full blown. I just want a good. I, I demand a better slur. Demand it. Yeah, and it hurts, and I'll be happy. You know what's funny? I'll be happy when it comes out. I'm amazed. There's like no old good old timey slur. Mm-mm. It's not like there weren't Hispanic people in California when California became part of the U.S. Right. They got some rough ones for Asians. They have rough ones for Jews. Obviously, the one we, you know, for black people, there's definitely the one that, you know, sticks out. Did you know Chicano was actually a slur? That one actually pisses me off. Really? Mm-hmm. Chicano. That one pisses me off. Why? It was a slur. I don't like it because I grew up in the hood and I don't like cholos. <laughs> <laughs> we fought a lot. We're going to kill this bottle, buddy. Not that it was full or anything. Right. It was nowhere near full. Nowhere near full. But here, I'll take some. All right. Oh, oh, sweet. Oh, there's some rye right there for you. Yeah. You want to mix them? I mean, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, me too. I'm not an alcoholic or anything. You go to meetings? No, that's for alcoholics. Exactly. That's why I was asking. Appreciate it. I went to one meeting. Really? Why? Court order? Because <laughs> of Brown. <laughs> no, never. No, no. It's It was a therapy thing. They were like, you have substance abuse issues. And I was like, okay. And I went and I was like, this is fucking dumb. You guys are a bunch of whiny bitches. I can kick this habit on my own. I did. No more cocaine. Been 12 years. Still drinking, though. L.A. Sober's a thing. It is. Mostly, I've been led to believe that involves a lot of mushrooms, though. Not anymore. I mean, not for me. anymore. I can't do any drugs anymore, man. Why not? I used to be cool. I did Molly during the pandemic. Freaked me out. That's not a thing that's supposed to happen on Molly. <laughs> no, it's supposed to relax and make you feel good. I mean, it sucked at first, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to throw this up. So I'm like, uh, uh, and I'm like, you know, I, was, and I puked. And I was like, fuck, I look so pretty now. But anyways, like, <laughs> like, I got into, like, the shower, and I spent, like, two hours in there. My water bill sucked, but I was having the best time of my life, just, like, letting the shower go from one ear to the other and just hearing the. <laughs> it was fucking beautiful. I loved it. But at first it sucked. But I was like, I don't need to do drugs anymore. I'm sorry. I know, right? Fuck. I, I microdosed shrooms for a little bit, and I was like, I just can't get past the nausea. Oh, they make you nauseous? Very nauseous. Like, if I do like a full shroom trip, which has been a very long time, but if I do that, uh, I won't feel good until after I puke. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm used to puking, again, because it makes me look pretty. But Your anorexic body is... Doing wonders. <laughs> I'm the worst bulimic in the world because it really doesn't. I'm fat. <laughs> See, look at me fucking up your disorders too. Yeah. I'm so insensitive yeah. on me. It's not anorexia. It's bulimia. Get it right. With the amount of models I'm around, you'd think I'd get that right. Yeah, seriously. God, the enamel in my teeth though. In trouble. Skip veneers like everybody else. Oh, yeah. I'm I sure they do those in Turkey too. For anybody who's bulimic out there, get help. You deserve better. But if you're going to continue like me, drink a bunch of water before you puke because it kind of like settles the acid. Just down some Pepto-Bismol. Oh, yeah. Nah, it makes your shit black and scares me because I think it makes me forget. I forget that I drink Pepto. I'm like, oh, I'm internally bleeding. 
So, finally, get death. Look, here's the thing. I'm goth, and 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 the idea of wanting to die is not a foreign concept to me. But I have things going on in my life, so now I'm afraid to die, which is really fucking annoying. It's a bad place to be for a goth. It is. Like, they'll kick you out of the club. Well, the thing is, here's the thing. There's no such thing as a goth club. I mean, there's goth clubs. But <laughs> I've been to those. <laughs> those are just people who want to whip each other. They don't actually like goth, and they like bad music. But, like. And to sexually abuse people if you're Thomas Middleditch. Exactly. There you go. Don't sue me, please. <laughs> sue him. Look, hey, Thomas, we loved you. We loved you. You fucked up. Um, no, but, like, with that shit, it's like goth was a solo endeavor. Being goth is a solo endeavor. That, that You don't hang out with goth friends. You know, now I'm in a goth band. And I'm like, which is funny because, like, the other, the guitarist and the drummer, they don't, they're not goths. And they know they're not goths. They're playing this goth band, but they're fucking, they're, they're cool. They like their own stuff. And I love them. They're great. You know, and the singer's like, he's gothy as fuck. I'm gothy as fuck. But I'm like, gothy as fuck. I'm a goth snob. I mean, you're wearing pink shorts. I'm wearing pink. But I'm, see, I'm a fucking neon goth. <laughs> and sometimes I'm a pastel goth. All right. <laughs> goth is whatever I want to be. My nail, my fingernail polish is chipping. It's chipped away pretty much. I mean, yeah, it just looks like your fingers are bruised. Yeah, exactly. Which is what I want. <laughs> it looks once like again, been through some shit. Once again, use actual lube instead of spit. That won't happen. Fine. It just, if, if it's lube, it's artificial and it makes me feel like less of a man. I said it. Thank you. It's okay. I need to get that off my chest. I can tell. Yeah. How do you feel now that it's off your chest? My nipples are hard, but they always are. Couldn't tell. Really? Mostly because you were hunched over the mic. I was hunched over. I tried to hide my nipples. I had a guy outside of a club the other day who was hitting on two of my chick friends, and uh, I tried to, like, jump in the middle, and I said something about my nipples being hard and me being dead on the inside, and he was like, oh, my God, they are hard, and he just kept playing with them. And I don't like that. I'm not a, I'm not a nipple play person. Mostly because they're always hard. So it's very sensitive. But he just keeps going. And I'm like, well, I feel uncomfortable. And he was like, oh, my God. And he just realized he, like, sexually assaulted me. So he, like, jumped in an Uber and took off. And I was like, and my girls are sitting there and they're, like, laughing. I'm like, you just laughed as I was sexually assaulted. You know? Well, let's know who's got your back in life. Exactly. And it's nobody. And that's why I'm goth. And it's a solo endeavor. And I want to die, but I don't actually because I have good things going on in my life, I guess, or whatever. Speaking of the band, you're going on tour soon, right? I'm going on tour at the end of the month. I'm very happy. Why don't you tell the people about it? Um, yeah, we're going places. Very expressive. Thanks, man. No, I'm, I'm glad they'll be able to see you at uh, places. I've been playing music for 20 years. 20 years. And this is the first time it's ever... Uh, <laughs> this is the first time it's ever taken me anywhere. And it's a true testament to how, to how talented I am because I don't write any of this music. <laughs> <laughs> So, was this another Craigslist ad? (laughs) No, it was actually a great, great experience with my friends who I was shooting content for. Her boyfriend was, uh, I was a fan of his music and, you know, hit me up and they were like, hey, why don't you shoot a music video for him? And I was like, I would love to. I like his music, dude. I've had his shit saved on my Spotify and shit. And we talked about shooting a music video and then he posted on his uh, Instagram. He was like, looking for a bass. I was like, I play bass. And then the rest of the history. Been in the band for over a year now. Been doing good. Fucking, we played at Crew World Fest. It was fucking fun. Got, nice. You know, we shared the same stage as Susie and the, Susie Sue. 
Iggy Pop. Like other dead people. Other dead people. <laughs> <laughs> dead on the inside, still barely living on the outside. Dude, Christian Iggy- Death actually came up. We the dude, like members of Christian Death were on stage with us. They played a song, like they used my gear. They touched my bass. They touched my bass amp. Aw. Christian fucking death. Fucking uh adolescence like shit like the agnews if you know the agnews if you're a goth and you're a punk from california you know the agnews but yeah so anyways big dreams i'm finally done getting people's fluids on me exactly i want geriatric goths to just give me life advice (laughs) i'm about it i feel like that advice is just gonna be like hang out in dark places and do heroin oh god i wish oh that's my plan that's my plan. Heroin's my retirement drug. I did it once when I was young. I smoked it. And I was like, oh, I like this way too much. If I keep doing this, that's all I'm going to do. So why'd you stop? Because I still had dreams. I'm sorry. I know, right? Life, life at the time, it shit on me a bit, but it hadn't taken the giant crap that it has now. Well, then why have you not gone back to it? Because now I'm in a goth band and I'm going on tour. Right. It's expected that you do heroin during this. Totally, but I actually like playing the music, which is nice. Learn to do both, slacker. Oh, believe me, I can't. But I, I actually have a very opposite effect. My body has this very opposite effect with opiates, where most people just go into like a catatonic fucking. I get super euphoric, and I'm like, let's party. Well, then you definitely should be doing it. I agree, but I don't want to get kicked out. It's only been a year, you know. Like, give it like five years. In the five year mark, I feel like they're gonna be like, he does well enough that he can fucking be doing heroin. I mean, is there a morality clause in your contract? Well, here's the thing, man. These kids are younger than me. Like they, they, I call them kids. They're not that much younger. They're like four or five years younger than me. But that's a huge thing. Like I was out of high school when they were in it, when they were just getting in, you know. And the generational gap is so large. They're not druggies. I mean, they've had their bouts. They did their thing, but they got it out early, like I did. But like they're cool. They're not drunks. They're not any of that stuff. They're good people. They're all wifeyed up. You know, I'm 36 years old. I'm fucking single. I still like to drink like a goddamn fish, which reminds me we need to. We need to do this bottle now. You got another ice cube for me? No? Yeah, yeah, in the freezer. Ah, don't worry about it. I don't want to get up and fuck this up. You want some of this? Oh, my God. Use your fucking brain. The bottle's getting in the way of the bottle. Yeah, dude. Is this the only whiskey you have? Uh, You got some Jameson over there? No? uh, There's some other shit. Whatever. I don't even know how long we've been recording. Probably for too long, but <laughs> hopefully the audience doesn't feel that way. Uh, hopefully not. Oh yeah, I forgot there was an audience. And what was I saying? Oh yeah, so people like I don't. They're they're not. Uh, they're a lot. They, these these guys are so much more put together than I was at that age, or than you were at that age. You know, I'm not put together now. I know. Neither am I. That's what I'm saying. It's like these kids got to fucking figure it out, and I'm just like, fuck. When the fuck? These younger people just get it. And I'm just like, I'm going out on the road, you know, single guy, guy who still fucking drinks like a fucking fish. Like, I'm not going to go out there and make an ass of myself because also this is a good fucking opportunity. So I'm not going to go over there and fuck it up. But at the same time, it's like, I'm joking around. I'm like, well, you guys are going to be in the fucking hotel room and all that shit, like FaceTiming with your wives and shit like that. And I'm going to be like over be like, yeah, okay. And then all the groupies for you. Right, except who wants the fat bassist? <laughs> no, it's, it's not true. It's 
They do. They really do. And I love it. But I'm not going to. I mean, when they have the opportunity of nothing or fat bassist. Full blown. You take the fat bassist. Absolutely. Which I'm very happy about. But I'm not going to do that because it's also sad. For who? I mean, it's going to be sad when I look back on it. Not in the moment. But like a day later, a week later, I'm going to have the hangover anxiety of like, I shouldn't have done that. Why? Yeah, you're right. Let's keep drinking. Right? Cheers. Cheers. No regrets. You play an instrument? Nope. Talentless hack. You're not talentless. Oh, you got a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you talent goes to die. Working porn. There you go. Talent, this is where talent goes to die. Oh, that's actually where I grew up. But no, that's where dreams go to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where talent goes to die. You're right. I thought I could be a drummer when I was younger. I cannot. I'm lack of lack of rhythm. Just not good at it. Just I took lessons for years. Yeah. And just was never good at it. What is that, is that your own self-consciousness though? No, I was just never good at it. <laughs> what really, really hammered it home was a buddy of mine just came over, sat down in my kit, and had never taken a, les- a lesson in the day in his life and just was better at it than I was. And I was just like, fuck this. I've been doing this for years. And I am bad at this. I just I just never could get a Hey. If it's a constellation, I, I'm the same way. But now I'm going on tour. So maybe it was just everything I was telling myself. Well, it's also like drums were not necessarily the instrument that like I was like, I want to be a drummer. It was literally like me and my other scummy Hesher fucking metalhead friends are like, let's make a band. We need a drummer. And I'm like, I guess I'll be the drummer then. It wasn't like, oh, I have the passion. No, but you had passion for the music. You love music. Well, yeah, I had a passion for the music and I wanted to be in a band. Yeah. You that, just didn't care which instrument it was. You just, I, well, yeah, it was literally like, well, everyone else already, I want to be in a band. Yeah. You guys need a drummer. I'll, I'll learn how to be a drummer. Could not learn how to be a drummer. Yeah. And it, at the end of the day, I have big ass bassist hands. Be a bassist, dude. The, we're fat guys. Fat guys got to be bassists. Right. I wasn't a fat guy at that point. Well, you are now, so be a bassist. I know. I, know. I should be. But instead, I got into music management. All right, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I got it. Okay. We're going to go to Turkey. All right, we're going to take care of our fucking receding hairlines. We're going to fucking lose weight. We're that gonna... one's not happening. It could happen. I mean, is this like, you know, best case scenario? Yeah, yeah, best case scenario. I don't think of best case scenarios or worst case scenarios. There's no in between. <laughs> All right. All right. Either the either the world's ending or this good thing's going to happen. That's... I mean, the world's ending. I know. And we can have a lot of fun. I, I plan to. Yeah, with this... With new hair, <laughs> with some bass lessons. I got time for bass lessons. You got time for bass lessons. You have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Instead of instead of fucking talking to me for fucking an hour, two hours, almost an hour and a half, we come and playing bass. Yeah, I hate to break you. This does actually make me money. It does. Yeah. How do you do that? Teach me. Do it for a very long time, and then make very little returns on your money. <laughs> I did that for a year, and I was like, oh, this isn't worth it. Yeah. I'm. How, how many years? In? Over seven years at this point. Oh, wow. Do you know that only, do you know less than 2% of podcasts go over 100 episodes? Uh-huh. Oh. Less, the, the amount of, so, there are over 5 million podcasts on Spotify right now. I believe it. Less than 10% of them are active. 
Uh, and to be active, that means you had to put out an episode in the last six months. Oh, got it. If you're only putting out an episode once every six months, you're not fucking active. All right. So what is what is your what is your turnaround time for these things? Oh, I put out a weekly episode. Oh yeah. Huh. But are you filming per week? Or are you, are you like ahead? Are you like the, oh, I'm ahead. Twelve ahead? No, I'm not twelve ahead. Like three to five. Three to five. Yeah. Come on. When is this one dropping? A couple weeks. Before I go on tour or after? When do you go on tour? The twenty eighth. Before. Going on tour. How about you give some tour dates where people can actually fucking see you? Uh, are we wrapping up? No. Okay. Yeah, we we got drinks to have. We do. Uh, well, uh, I could tell you the tour. We ju- we actually just announced it today, officially. Oh, officially. What band is it, by the way? Gallo with a V. Well, I don't know if he wants me to even fucking. He's like, he's like Andy, bro. Like you're cool, and I love having you in my band, but like, shut the fuck up. Like I don't want people to know who you are. And, <laughs> And all that shit, like I don't want, I don't want you to embarrass my band, which is a legitimate fucking like insecurity of mine. But too late. We we did a music video. We I was in a music video. And I was really happy because it was like he actually treated us. I mean, Josh is great. And he, she treats us like an actual band, even though we're just his live band. Oh, he's a sweetheart. But anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, we were in this music video, and uh, the director, they go. Like, I'm looking at what, what cameras are using and shit like that. I'm like, hey, what camera are you guys using and shit? I'm like, oh, this is a red, whatever the fuck. And then we're also using the A7 III. And I was like, you know, like, kind of being a dick about it. Like, no, I wasn't. I was being nice. And then they were like, videographer, director, what do you do? And I was like, yeah, a little bit of everything. Oh, what do you do for a living? And I went, and I looked over at, at my singer, and he goes, and I was like, I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> like, I content creator. Content creator. I literally think I said that. That's my answer sometimes. Always, dude. I'm just No, no. When I'm dating people, I'll tell them the truth. Oh yeah, for sure. You have to. Because, you know, you can't lie to people anymore because that is sexual assault. Well, it's not even that. I'd rather the trash see itself out if oh, you're yeah. not down. Full blown. If you don't love me at my worst, <laughs> you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> I mean, my baseline's kind of the worst, but Absolutely. But that's that's what I'm saying. If they don't want you at your worst, hey, but you know, maybe that's what I mean, I'm if they don't want me at my baseline. But maybe that's why we're single, huh? Are you single? Uh, I am. I made a very You're just assumption. <laughs> You're in my apartment. Does this not look like the apartment of a single person? It does. You have a podcast studio in your living room. That's how I know you don't have a fucking relationship. Because she's like, God damn it, dude. This place, there's not a single flower around here. There's nothing that, there's no feng shui about this joint whatsoever. Which, no offense, I love it. I wish I could do it. But also, I'm a prissy bitch. You should see my place, dude. It's like decorated and whatnot. It's decorated. There's fucking art on the wall. Okay. There's art on the wall. Okay. It's on camera. You can't lie. <laughs> you can't be like, there's no art. On- it's literally on camera. Literally on camera. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Where'd you get this? Uh, this Ikea. That's. <laughs> there's a picture right behind you that you can't see on camera. That's just like the San Francisco, uh, the, the Golden Gate Bridge in black and white from Ikea. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oof. That's the most insulting thing that's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> you got punched in the head. Right? That's much more like I would rather be punched in the head again than fucking put up with that garbage. God damn. No, I'm kidding. It's, How did I hurt you? It's good art. It's good art. Except for the gun stuff. But I guess, you know, you're Republican, so I get it. But I'm totally joking. <laughs> I'm a gun owner, but I'm not a Republican. What's the difference? Uh, I believe in abortion. 
quite a bit. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. You're like, I'd shoot it if I could. <laughs> no, that's paperwork. That's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> I am way too poor to be a Republican. <laughs> dude, I tell my fucking broke-ass parents the same thing. I mean, I don't anymore, but like I mm-hmm. did when they're... I was like, how do you guys... How you guys Republicans? You guys don't make 120K a year. Especially as Hispanic Republicans. That's wild. Full blown. I'm like, you guys are brown. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You guys stupid? And the answer is, yeah. Anyway, no, I didn't walk in and I like behind the curtain, I saw the Lost Boys poster and I was like, this could be my people. All right, so check it. October 27th, we're playing two shows. Apparently, I don't know. It's not It's not on this date, but I heard we're playing two shows. I don't know if it's still, uh, still happening. This doesn't come out before the 27th. No. Okay. Well, when does it come out? Let's, let's get the. I got to look at the calendar and shit. Oh, God forbid. The 19th, work. actually, we're looking at. The 19th? It's coming out? Of uh, October? Sorry, uh, 26th. 26th of October. Yeah. Okay. Well, that show's probably going to be sold out. Okay, but uh, if you're going to be in Phoenix. Oh, look at the ego on you. My my show's going to be sold out. And it's not because we're headlining. Although, this is a headlining tour except for this one show. Another band called Soft Kill, if you guys listen to him, but you probably don't because you listen to his stuff and we're not the same demographic. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah, my my band that doesn't exist. That's yeah. right. They, that's what their musical tastes are. Exactly. There you go. Slayer, if you like Slayer. You're not going to like us. Um, I have very, very eclectic taste. I do. How do you feel about Portishead? Sour Times is great. Oh, God. Okay. We're going to fuck after this. All right. No, that was already predetermined. It was. But, like, I needed to make sure. <laughs> Sour Times is about is exactly what we're going to have in bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a dummy. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you're on my show. Yeah. October 29th, Phoenix, Arizona, October 31st, Denver, Colorado, November 3rd, Big Rob's in Fort Worth, Texas. I've never been there. Uh, although one of my buddies, good friend of mine, comedian, who you should have on here, his name's Kenny Weber. He worked in porn briefly, but now he's blowing up as a comedian. Great fucking guy. I, I know who Kenny is. Like, I've seen some of his stuff tangentially. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to have him on. He's the fucking best. I love him. But he's going to be in Fort Worth with Zach Ass from, from Jackass. He's the new fat guy in Jackass. Um, anyways, he's, he's on tour with him. He's going to be there in Fort Worth. And I'm going to go catch his show. He's going to catch mine. It's going to be a great fucking time. I mean, wh- what a bummer for him that he's not on the road with Rachel Wolfson instead of. Right. <laughs> I got the fat guy instead of the hot girl. Goddamn. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you know, OC Comics, you get what you fucking pay for. Um, <laughs> on a weird side note, Rachel Wolfson's father is found Tupac's murderer. So, did he? I just heard that. Wait, didn't then did, did this thing just come out? Because yeah, it was bragging on Rachel Wolfson's father is the DA in fucking Vegas. Oh, okay. So that just happened recently, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I'm shouting out other people's parents, but yep. Hey, fuck it. Hey, we needed to know who killed Tupac. Well, we know who killed Tupac. I mean, we know who was behind it. Should, but anyways, like. Chuck wasn't behind. Wait, wait. He was in the goddamn car. Oh, yeah. I was that's thinking, a really bad plan. Biggie, right? I was thinking about Biggie. That's a really bad plan. Like, yeah, I want to have you taken out while I'm sitting next to you. That's the perfect crime. So you get shot. No, that's the perfect crime because you're like, oh, my God, I survived this thing. My friend died. Like, I can't be implementing this. Well, it turns out that wasn't the case. Okay, wait, who killed him? So it was that one dude who was bragging about it on fucking TikTok or whatever. So three out of the four people involved, I guess, are dead already. Fair. It was a very long time ago. 
Las Vegas. <laughs> I know that's where he died. He did. So who killed him? Uh, fuck, I have to Google the dude's name, but like, I guess the dude bragged about it in an autobiography. Oh, yeah, it wasn't on TikTok. Okay. Yeah, why am I th- expecting it to be a TikTok? Like, this is old. Because old stupid shit happens on TikTok all the I time. I just heard about it on TikTok. I'm too old for TikTok, but I'm on it. I'm on it. I follow nothing but cooking videos and haunted shit. Mm-hmm. I'm f- I follow ghost adventures on every platform <laughs> because I love that shit. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I want to rewind back to the tour a little bit. Oh, yeah, the tour, yeah. The you know, thing you're doing with your life. Yeah, the thing I'm doing with my life, yeah. It's- yeah the audience may give a fuck about, you know, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's fun, man. It's a headlining tour, so we're going all over the fucking place. Like full-on bus? Uh, full, I don't know if it's full-on bus. I'm pretty sure it's full-on van, <laughs> but, but a big van and a tour manager, so that'll be nice. But, you know, we're on a label, and, you know, it's a thing. They're paying for it, and we're getting paid. So I'm like, oh, shit. It's, I can't talk too much about it because I don't want to piss anybody off, but I'm just saying it's going to be great. I've never been to Canada. We're going to Canada. They'll let you into Canada? I, I don't have any felony. I've never been caught. <laughs> okay. This podcast is going to be. Exhibit A and why they don't let you into Canada. Exactly. No, because you bleeped out what I said earlier. Did I? God damn it. God damn it. Did I? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I know where he lives now. And you know I have guns? (laughs) I'm sneaky. (laughs) If I was afraid of guns, I wouldn't have survived growing up in L.A. Fair. Okay. Fair. I always tell people, because I think I'm a tough guy, especially when I'm drunk. I told people when they put pull guns on me, like, you better fucking kill me because you're just going to piss me off. And I've said that to people with guns, and it didn't make them scared. <laughs> but at least I didn't get shot. I don't get people that pull guns that aren't intending to use them. I think most people who pull guns aren't intending to use them. That's always been, and it's been true every fucking time. If someone intends to kill you, they will. If it's someone tends to intimidate you, it's because they're scared. Right. But the story I was telling you earlier before we got on air, that's why I went in my waistband. Oh, yeah. Because if it you was coming. to see it. Right. If it was coming out, it was being used. Exactly. Full blown. Yeah. Nobody fucking pulls out a gun who isn't terrified to pull that trigger. Which is not a challenge to any of you fucking pussies out there. But like. <laughs> I. I will freely admit I've told this story. I've definitely told this story on air, but like the one time I thought I was going to have to shoot somebody in my life, uh-huh. like, oh yeah, my heart was fucking racing. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's terrifying, but it's the same thing. Have you ever been in a fight? Oh yeah. Okay. So like being in a fight, when you're, when a fight just happens, like I've been in a lot of fights. I've been in a lot of fucking fights. I've been in a lot of fights. Like to the point I could be, my, my, my dad used to get pissed off because I would come home with someone else's tooth in my fucking knuckle or some shit. Probably remove that. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. But it was also kind of like a badge of honor. But my and dad, bacteria. my dad, my or my brother and I, we we we, my brother and I were a little troublemakers, so we could beat the hell out of an entire fucking party, no problem. You know, we didn't usually start it, but it was some stupid idiot we hung out with who like got punked and he, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, hood shit. Anyways, we'd come home. My father used to fucking 
make us put our hands over the sink and pour alcohol into our open wounds because our fists would be cut up from beating the fuck out of people. And we were always like, ow, ow, ow. He's like, oh, yeah, real fucking tough, guys. Like, you can beat the hell out of people, but you can't take some alcohol in your little tiny baby cuts on your knuckles. <laughs> Which is true. <clears throat> but, yeah, with that shit, it's like, yeah, you get into a fucking fight. Like, I remember being in a fight. The last big fight I was in, uh, I was anticipating it. And when you anticipate it, you get anxiety. You get fucking mad anxiety. You're like, man, I'm going to have to fucking fight this fool. I'm going to fucking do all this shit. I puked and I shit. Luckily, I had time. I was waiting for him to show up to a place. Because I was working at a place at the time. And I was working security. And, uh, and I had him meet me up at a place where there were no cameras. And uh, I went and I fought this guy. Uh, I beat him up pretty good, which was good. But he also broke my nose. But I fixed my nose like Rambo, you know what I'm saying? And I fucking went back to work because I'm a fucking tough bastard. But <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but the point is, yeah, you get scared. You get scared when, when real shit goes down. Your body reacts to this thing. It's like it's an adrenaline rush that your brain doesn't know what the fuck to do with, you know? So I can only imagine. I've never pulled a gun on anybody because, you know, I'm, well, I, I'm cool. I, I pulled a lot of guns on people. A lot. All right. Everything we just said before all this there's good reason for it okay so i for over a decade worked on armored cars like mm-hmm. like you know delivered money on fucking bank trucks for a fucking living statistically armored car robberies are a cased job so the amount of times i've pulled guns on people does not equal the amount of times where i actually thought i was going to have to shoot somebody there okay. basically a lot of times People would be fucking stupid. So it'd be a back the fuck up, back the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. It's me putting on theater for you. But it's a work thing. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like you were at a party and you were like, bitch. Yeah. No, it was literally like, I am putting on theater for anyone who may be watching me right now and being like, yeah, that's not the guy. That guy just pulled a gun on like some elderly woman that got too close to him. Mm. Have you done that? I have. I knew it. (laughs) Well, because. This is a self-preservation tactic. Yeah. I don't want old people on me. Well, definitely not. Because they're sick and gross. And their diapers smell. (laughs) But if you treat everyone like a threat on that job, if someone's casing you, they'll be like, nah, we're looking for an easy target. Mm. Statistically, someone who's robbing an armored car wants someone who's not going to resist. Mm. And if I'm just reacting violently Mm. to anyone who is a threat, Uh like, nah, let's move on to someone else, someone who's fucking weak. This is a this is great dialogue for a bad Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I'll consult on that shit. <laughs> I will consult on Heat Two. That's coming out apparently. I know, and I, I don't. I, I'm angry about it. I don't want Adam Driver to play De Niro's character. Is it a prequel? Yeah, it's a pre- well. Have you read the book? Mm. Neither have I. I'm illiterate. <laughs> Start reading, okay? No, nobody. I'm not trying to impress you. Well, I don't. I don't read to impress people. I read because it's the only fucking source of imagination and dignity I have in my life because entertainment sucks dick for the most part. It does. So, so like, why would I spend extra hours on other people's? Well, but that's the thing. It's not that because when you read, it's yours, it's your imagination. It's your, it's your, it's your job to come up with the visual. It's your job to take yourself on that journey, depending on what you're reading. If you understand reading comprehension, which you know, no, not. I don't, but like, that's what I love about reading. And I feel like that's made me a better, 
artist or whatever the fuck if you can call me that which is not true because the only reason i'm successful is because i'm a bassist in someone else's band but (laughs) (laughs) forget the memes forget all the porn yeah i'm only successful for the last year yeah i mean i think so i mean i never considered myself successful in porn you consider yourself a successful pornographer no yeah i mean i'm barely a pornographer you are much more of a pornographer than i am yeah and i'm not successful at it if i was i wouldn't be afraid to lose my job <laughs> i somebody else pays my bills i own my own company because nobody wants to pay my fucking 401k <laughs> <All right. laughs> well it's also just required in the industry these days yeah fuck yeah you have to be you have to be because nobody's gonna put you on fucking payroll no but i work for a legitimate company i work for a fucking company and it's like okay like i still have to be a private contractor even though i have to show up to an office and clock in every fucking day it's fucking stupid it's illegal it's illegal Look, the only successful pornographers out there are the models who have taken charge of their own content and also started their own thing. Angela White is a successful pornographer, you know. Also a workaholic. But, but, but like, hey, you have to be in this industry. There is no such thing as a 401k. There's no health benefit plan for you. There's no any of that shit. Nobody's going to fucking help you. Nobody's going to fucking help you. Nobody's going to, there's no kits out there. I mean, you can try to go to like, uh, uh, what the shit, uh, APAC or whatever the fuck, and they're going to try to do their best because they mean well. But the truth is, nobody has your fucking back in this industry. And nobody's going to fucking tell you shit about fuck. And most girls get in this fucking industry without knowing what the fuck they're supposed to do. There's no training. Oh, I know. I, I yeah. regularly have said there's no porno 101 at all. At fucking all. Every single time a girl tells me, I'm thinking about getting into porn, what, do you, would you, what is your advice? I say, don't. Same. Every time a civilian's ever been like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't. Yeah. And like, I try to scare them. I'm like, yeah. Do you want to have problems meeting people? Do you want to fucking. How do you feel about relationships? How do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about legality? How do you feel about the justice system not having your back? Or banking not having your or back. Banking not having your back. How do you feel about getting burned from Cash App or Venmo or any of those fucking things? How do you feel about not being able to have access to your Chase bank account? Or how do you feel about if you decide that you're out in six months, your future employers may still discriminate against you for doing it? Because your butthole's on fucking Reddit for the rest of your life. Yep. Or whoever the fuck, or some Discord, or whatever the fuck. It's like, dude, it's like, be fucking careful. Be fucking careful. If you're going to do this, again, and what we talked about earlier, and I told you, it was like, nobody's in this, in, like, and it's not to, it's not, before I even say that, it's not to fucking create a negative connotation to what the industry is, because there are some great people in this industry, there are some successful people in this industry, I've met some of my best friends in this industry, and I fucking, as, as much as this industry has pissed me off, it's been the most punk rock experience of my life. Because I met some bad motherfuckers, and it's fucking cool, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Although I really would. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I've always said, and it, it's not to, it's not to put any any sort of negative connotation or, or any stereotypes on the on anything. But nobody's in this industry because we're okay. Don't disagree. Nobody's in this industry because we're okay. We're in this industry because at some point we were desperate. Probably, unless you're one of those motherfuckers who was just like, oh, I watched porn when I was a kid, and I was like, yeah, I'm just a porn savant. And which, what does that mean? You can come on command, good for you. You can fuck a brick wall, good on you. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the male talent also, because, you know, it's funny, and I'm going to fucking destroy it. I don't care. You don't care. But, like, it was funny. People always ask me, what's your favorite type of porn to shoot? I'm like, girl, girl. 
I'm like, oh, because it's hot? I'm like, no, because I don't have to wait for anybody to come and I can go home. Yeah, but it's awful so awkward to sometimes end girl girl. It's like, when the fuck is this over? That's easy. That's easy. When you're working with fucking professionals, which I do. I work with fucking professionals. All right? Sure you do. I do. I do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. We well, all sometimes work with professionals. I don't like you. I don't like working with the new girls. And it's nothing against them. It's just they don't know the game yet. You know, and it, and it's not it's not because they're not good at it. It's not that they can't be good at it. It's that I'm old and I'm fucking tired and I want to go the fuck home. Oh, I say that all the fucking time on here is every crew just wants to go home. Yeah, for sure. Like we all make day rate. We all just want to go home. Yeah, seriously. It was like, yeah, it's day rate. I'm not being being paid by the hour, and I don't want to be on set for twelve hours. I can get you out in four. Me and Mike Quasar are the only people who can get you. Marcos Rivera. Oh, Marcos Rivera. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Like, Marcos is the like the fastest director I've ever worked for. I wouldn't say he's the most efficient director. I would say Stormy is probably the most efficient director I've ever worked with. I've never worked with Stormy. Like, I I did some non-sexuals for Stormy, and it was just like, holy fuck, this is like an actual, like, mainstream set. She's, like, telling people to go back to one, and, like, shit is actually, like, structured and well-organized. Marcos is just the most efficient director I've ever worked with there. Like there'd be a lot of times where you have a 7am call time and we would be done before we ordered lunch. I believe it. Like lunch would be coming and we'd be loading out. There's no reason to be on set for 12 hours or 16 or 16. And anybody who wants this script, look, no disrespect to gamma, a little bit of disrespect. No, I'm just kidding. Gamma people are kind of cool. I get, hey, gamma people pay rates. I love gamma for that. But sometimes their scripts, everyone's skipping your scripts. I don't give a fuck how important you think the dialogue is. People just want to see P and V, bro. <laughs> That's it. Like, let's be more efficient. I don't need to spend eight hours shooting fucking 12 hours shooting eight pages of dialogue mainstream doesn't do eight pages of fucking dot 12 pages 15 pages of dialogue go fuck your mother go fuck your mothers put it on only fans no but like it's ridiculous nobody needs that much fucking dialogue all right it's fucking stupid vr camera vr hey vr you don't need to spend 12 fucking hours the camera doesn't move the camera doesn't move all right have a little bit more fucking consideration for your fucking models. And maybe you guys will stop getting canceled. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, hope the music thing works out for you. Uh, it's gonna. It has to at this point. It has to. I've pissed everyone off in the industry and I've still been in for 12 years. So I can talk all the shit. I talk shit about all the agents, all of them, all of them. And I'm still around. None of the agents have had you murdered somehow. <laughs> what are they going to fucking do? Have you murdered? No, they can't. You're not bulletproof. Tell that to bullets. They've bounced off me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not testing this theory. Yeah. <laughs> like, this on the podcast, it's like, blam! Guess he wasn't bulletproof. Shit. <laughs> Once again, don't want you dying in my apartment. I'm not afraid of anyone. Well, it wouldn't be coming from a place of malice. It'd be coming from a place of science. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah for sure. No. I'd shoot you for science, not because I'm not I bulletproof. Like you. I don't know bulletproof. I just don't think the agents have the balls to send anyone over. 
<laughs> you can leave that in. I'll leave that in. <laughs> that won't happen here. Yeah. <laughs> if you die, I mean. By the way, Matt Slayer's apartment address is. No, <laughs> that definitely won't stay in. You can fucking say it. I'll just won't leave it in. I have control of the cut, sir. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I don't. I've been recording audio this entire time. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> California is a two-party consent state. That was <laughs> shit. I didn't sign any paperwork. Where's my 2257? You ain't getting naked. <laughs> I don't have to prove you're of age. Where's my model release form? I'll get you one if you really want it. <laughs> if you really want it. Point is, Asians are fucking suitcase pimps. Uh, they're bad at their jobs, and they don't deserve the fucking goddamn percentages they get. And it shouldn't be on the fucking models to pay them either, because the company already pays them 10%. Why are the models paying them? On top of that, so they're getting 20%? Go fuck their mothers. Agents are cunts, all of them, every single one. <laughs> Especially Dave Rock. Sorry. Yeah, you can cut that out. It's okay. I mean, that one's a pretty popular. That one's all right. I'm okay saying that. Don't film people without their consent, you stupid fucking cunt. So you want that model release, huh? No. I I can. I'm on video. You have I you, you have my consent to release. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can see the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about before I we no fucking idea? We just went out on. We some. went. Yeah, this is gonna be a bitch to edit, huh? Not really. No. Okay. Well, I try to keep it at least section by section, staying concise. I mean, most most of it will stay in. Yeah, most of it. Most of it. Go to the Patreon to find out what got cut. There you go. Oh, you have a Patreon? Of course. How much? What's the subscription like? You can join us for as little as three dollars a month, less than the cost of a beer. Oh. I mean, you don't get fucking anything for that three dollars except supporting the show, of course. You must be great. You're great at marketing. <laughs> sorry, sorry about being honest with my audience. <laughs> support the show with that three dollars, but you don't get shit else. <laughs> You got to throw down a five if you want anything of actual value. Yeah. I mean, supporting me has little, some, nah, nah, there's no value in supporting me. Support him. He's got to pay his rent. I do. I do. Yeah. I pay all the rent on this motherfucker. Yep. Where's the rest of the whiskey? On the bar. It's down to scotches and such. I like scotch. Are we still going or are you trying to end? Uh, we probably should actually call last call on this motherfucker. All right. Want to do one last drink? Shot? We'll do a shot. Well, we will do a shot, but we'll do the shot for Patreon bonus content. Down with it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Andy, where the, can they find you on the things? Uh, X, which used to be Twitter. Andy Zane XXX. Instagram at X. I think that's it. How about the band? Where can they find the band? Man, look at Gallo with a V. G V. Oh, wait, I'm looking at it right now. It's Gallo. G V. I don't know how to pronounce my own band. Go, on, go check out Gallo because even if after this interview I don't stay in the band, it's a great fucking band with great fucking music. And um, they're fucking pure guys, man. I fucking love them dearly and I can't wait to share this uh, experience with them. I'm very excited. Hell yeah. Yeah. My first tour ever. Andy, thank you for coming to do the show. Thank you for having me. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Yeah, I want to just...
Can you, can you take me out with Goodbye Horses? I definitely cannot. Oh, fuck. Goodbye Horses. I'm crying over you. Goodbye Horses. 